quick pro tip for everybody there is a sponsorship read on the front end of this episode so if you want to skip that just go to the minute 30 mark and that'll get you on to the episode i'm back what's going on everybody the rambling viking is back after a long long too long hiatus um so at one point i honestly kind of given up and said man i'm i don't know if this will ever get going again and i was like well nobody listens to my show anyways not a big deal and you know started started making excuses and justifying why oh yeah why i don't need to go back and it doesn't matter and um i think i worry too much about you know i listen to all these podcasts and i think wow how could my ever my podcast ever get to you know the point of say a rogan or someone like that where it's like it's what i do but i don't that's not that's not the spirit of it the spirit of it is i want to come here and have a conversation and put thoughts out into the open and uh you know hopefully get a group of people who want to engage in that not just listen to me talk about stuff but engage in stuff it's been Honestly, it's been so long since I've done one. I don't even remember the last format that I started doing. Last I remember, it was I would have, I, gosh, like daily rambles. But then I just started calling each new episode an episode, and would kind of try and theme it and talk a little bit about stuff. But this is just the welcome back episode. Um, if anybody is still subscribed or gets notifications about this podcast, then uh, great. Uh, all four listeners, you guys will. <clears throat> Be in for a treat to hear that I'm back, but at the very least, this is just a way for me to exude my thoughts on certain things. Um, I'd love to have some people on and talk about different things and build, you know, I keep seeing that it's like, oh, there's a certain theme, you know, people pick a very, oh, specific topic and all the guides say, you know, pick a topic and get, you know, narrow it down to what you want to talk about. And I'm just like, I, I've always been that guy that's like, eh, a little bit of everything, you know, like. I like I like dipping into this realm, that realm, this realm. So it's more of like an open conversation kind of a deal. And I'm not going to – that's why I kind of went with the name of the Rambling Viking too because rambling implies that really you could talk about anything and everything and go down all sorts of tangents and rabbit trails. Now, I've had have heard feedback, not specifically on my podcast, but that podcasts that get too frivolous with that and – legitimately turn in where it loses your interest where it's not uh substance in any content well i'm sure i have my moments but overall i like to talk about very interesting things um one interesting thing that has seemed to come up with me a lot um one kind of deep semi-deep philosophical rabbit trail i went down was thinking about traffic right and it and definitely seems that we in in relation to traffic like in in certain aspects of life as as a whole as a population we see certain um qualities come out right so the obvious example of traffic is road rage everybody seems to have some form of road rage they get upset um somebody's relatively laid back i mean but like you'll see the nicest person in the world you're someone you know that you're close with you know good friend and and then they're totally bubbly and and then all of a sudden you guys get on the road and it's like 
whoa, where did it's like it's like a demon overcomes them and they're just like screaming and honking and maybe it's not that extreme, but like people get a little uh what's the term? A little eccentric maybe and sporadic and uh, their tempers flare. And I was just driving in I moved recently and so my traffic situation as far as what the traffic is like around me has changed a little bit. So I'm, I'm, you know, just trying to figure out what, when I find myself in those situations where I'm just like getting, hold on, sorry, there we go. New table set up and I'm trying to work with it a little bit. So bear with me. All right. I find myself in situations where it's like the, the temper and that flare and that rage just wants to, the fire wants to come out. I'm a fiery person, so not something I'm uh, too unfamiliar with. But specifically in these instances, it's like, why, why does this not just upset me or a few people, but seemingly permeates and affects everybody's temperament? Is you see, almost every person, minus you know a small few, have some sort of some sort of temper, or I don't even know if I want to call it rage, but frustration with driving and other people and other drivers, and it's always nobody else knows how to drive, and it just intrigued me. Well, I'm sure that's a question that everybody has pondered. Why does everybody have road rage? No. <laughs> well, now you get to now you get to see what that question entails. But I realized something. This is one aspect of life. So this is my epiphany moment. I was driving and I was like, something happened to me. Someone did something stupid and I was just frustrated. And I was like, why? Why? And I'm like, why does this upset me so much? And then I realized, oh, it was, I think it was someone riding in the left lane and they were going slow and then I had to cross one lane, but then they weren't going, there wasn't enough gap between the person I was behind now behind in the middle lane and the person in the left lane. I had to go over one more lane and I had to bob all the way around. I found myself doing that over and over again. And I just thought, first of all, why can't we follow the rules? Why does it always have to, why does it always seem that I end up in a backward situation that I'm always passing on? Pass on the right more than on the left. And then I was like, you know, what if, or not what if, I was like, that's it. In driving, in traffic, small decisions or lack of decisions or awareness has an immediate and sometimes significant, and if you want to talk in terms of like hazardous, life or death, impact on people around you who are to get metaphorical and literal they're staying in their own lane they're doing their own thing it's two totally independent people but the decisions that each of these independent people make minute or significant can have a great impact on that other person's situation so let me let me let me maybe give some more context oh i'm gonna have to hold this mic a little bit we'll see how this goes this table short there we go. So let me give this a little bit more context. So basically, if someone someone could so much just like if you think about I think about people walking, like walking through downtown, and it's just like, all right, you're walking and someone doing something weird or tripping or um, not paying attention and going to a crosswalk has zero effect on me. Now, uh, me as another bystander walking. So they're making all sorts of decisions, doing all sorts of weird things. It would be primping. It has nothing to do with me. 
And that's the way it is most of the time. Most of the time, it's like you can keep to yourself and people keep to themselves and um, things that they do, little decisions here and there and small choices that they make really don't have any sort of bearing, um, direct bearing on your life. But in driving, we're all in these giant machines and there's a level of separation. So just like from people talk about face-to-face versus social media and people get so brave on social media, there's a, there's a layer of separation, right? I can't physically talk to you. Um, sometimes I can't even really see that person. And so there's some, there's some separation. We're almost pulled back, even though we're in the mix of it. And then something small that that person does or does not do then could impact me, which could impact the person behind me and the person in front of So like think about and, and so on and so forth. So it's, here's an example, someone in the far left lane going slow. And so then the left two lanes, if there's three lanes, there's left, there's, so there's three lanes in total and the two left lanes really are the middle lane. Someone's going to speed and the left lane. Someone's not going to speed to pass that person, but just kind of staying with them. So you can't get around. So you have to go to the far right lane. Now this guys doesn't get pretty specific, but this is an example. So just stick with me here. So then you have a merge lane, right? A fourth lane on the right for a merge lane for people getting on this highway. And this is actually a scenario I went in. And so you have to go, I have to go over right and then find out, oh, this person's not going enough faster. So I get over to the far right lane where the slowest traffic and merge traffic are. And I start to pass. But now, right as I'm starting to pass to get around, just to get around this one person so I can continue on my way. Now there's people merging who need someone who maybe needs to merge. And then I am affecting their decision to merge. I'm, I'm, I'm affecting their situation right now when they're trying to merge. And I feel like that's not a great example, but it's a small example, right? So they forced me into a situation where I had to literally go way out of my way to get around them. But then now I'm caught in a rock in a hard place because there could be, um, there's, there's cars trying to get on the highway and their merge lane ends and they need to get on, but they can't do that because I'm having to, to snake all the way around and it's complicating things. Right. And so that's where you could have someone who I get all the way over and they merge over and have a wreck into me. It's a whole thing. Now I don't like to play the whole absolute worst case scenario. Oh, now everybody's dead and all this stuff because this idiot is going slow in the left lane. Because I feel like that's a little bit of hyperbole. But I, I I do think there's some merit to that, right? And you may you may disagree with me and be like, ah, oh, this kind of nonsense doesn't really make a lot of sense. But I just think about all the different scenarios, like daily scenarios you go through, and then and then there's this synonymous factor of road rage it seems to be in everybody when you get in your car and i think it's just because the decisions a i think it's a cultural thing is that we've kind of built it into the system right like everybody gets a little road rage we hate stupid drivers all that good stuff and everybody i think everybody kind of thinks that all the drivers in their areas are kind of idiots but and i I think it's what it comes down to is driving is a scenario where you can have an impact on your what you do imposes into somebody else's space even if you're not thinking about it or realizing it and so whereas the rest of the time you can kind of go about your day and not worry about like what's happening with everybody else not really being aware but just kind of doing making choices um just thinking about yourself there's nothing wrong with that but 
then you get into a car or a vehicle and it's like, you know, me not paying enough attention and slamming my brakes causes someone to slam on their brakes behind them and could cause thousands of dollars worth of damage if someone say gets rear-ended or then someone has to veer off into the shoulder i was behind a a dump truck that had to do that yesterday because people merge and then immediately slam their brakes and it's just like slight and all that was on that person's part was they were going and then maybe they weren't aware or weren't fully paying attention or hopefully not texting or something and they just were late to react on seeing being aware of what's going on ahead of them that oh i need to start braking and so they had to break late, but then that so consequently affects so many things behind them or around them. Same with if you start changing lanes with no blinkers and you're just veering over. It's like if you veer over in front of somebody and they, they can't break because there's someone behind them, they, so they have to veer over in another lane, like domino effect to the max, right? And so I think that's where this stems from, is that a general kind of lack of thought and awareness and courtesy on our part and and I'm not excuse I'm not saying I'm above or beyond this because I do I've got I get lazy and I am guilty I am including myself in this this is a generalization kind of to everybody is that we're not courteous and aware enough of the other things that are happening around us on the road generally most people won't get in accidents they'll be fine everybody gets along and maybe you just get a little frustrated because people make some dumb decisions but like for me I like to call it uh, break thin blinker. Um, it's uh, backwards driving in the sense of people hit their brakes and I say, why are you hitting your brakes? You know, is there something in the road? There's nobody in front of them. And then all of a sudden, right before they turn, they flip their blinker. It blinks once, maybe twice. And I'm like, all right. So it's one thing if you don't use your blinker at all. And then it's like, oh, they were just negligent. But then to go, oh, I need to turn now and do it right as you're turning. That is, that is that is the point when I'm enraged. Someone not using their blinker, I'm like, oh, cool blinker, man. Didn't use your blinker. But someone using their blinker at the very last second and being like, you know, because it, it almost sends a message of kind of better late than never. <laughs> but it's like that does even less because you've already caused me to break and, and almost stop. And then I, when I start to realize there's nothing in front of you, there's nothing going on around you to cause you to break, then I can figure that, oh, you're probably just turning. So, and then you, and then you're like, Hey, I'm turning. It completely defeats and then almost mocks the use of a blinker and inadvertently can be seen as a message of like, of mockery to someone else. It's like, Oh yeah, I'm turning here. You know, like a kind of a sarcastic joke in the sense. And see, you, you can, you can feel the rage in me coming out. That's obviously one of my biggest things, but it's just like, there's little things that we that you do because that level of sep- when driving that with that level of separation people it's designed the the roads the cars themselves are designed in such a way that you have instruments and methods to be able to let people know around you what's going on and and there's a certain way that it works so that things will go as smoothly as possible because you do have such a big impact and you're not able to say, Hey, I want to do this or I'm going to do this. And so, you know, that's why you have things like your blinkers or your hazards or something like that, where it's, you're sending a clear message to them. I'm going to turn right. So I'm going to break. You need to prepare to stop like heads up. And 
it's just something that people kind of neglect because we all, I mean, that's all how we all are. You get complacent and lazy and just like, eh, whatever. I don't care about anybody else. And then, um, you know, next thing you know, you're in one of those road rage clips where people pull over and they get out and get in a fist fight. And it's like, how did I get to this point? You know, it just escalates so quickly, but you know, that's, that's relatively minor. I think the biggest thing is, um, how I've coped with this and how you do cope with this because, comes back to one of my favorite mantras is you can't control what other people do right classic cliche take a horse water can't make a drink but i, I like to say you can't control pe- what people are gonna do. people are going to do what they want to do ultimately we hope that maybe we can persuade people to not necessarily do what we want but maybe just do what's what kind of benefits everybody else um and, and not just themselves but ultimately as an independent free human being they are obligate. They have no obligation to you. There are certain like rights, like obviously like not, you know, taking your things or doing, Oh, you know, things that would break what I would call moral and legal law, uh, moral and state law that we shouldn't do. But in like, in, in terms of courtesies, you know, that's, they're, they're just that they're courtesies. Like it's, you know, you need to act a certain way so that, everyone can get along and, 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 and go about their day and not have to, you know, not inconvenience each other, but you don't have to. And so that in alone is frustrating, but if you can accept that fact, then you can move forward with, with pushing out that frustration and that road rage. And I think that's something that we could all use a little less of, right? So understanding that there are just stupid drivers everywhere you go and, People are going to drive how they want to drive. Uh, you know, so I, I think about like one time I was getting around a car and a guy came up on me and he flashed his lights at me and I was, but I was about to go past the next car and I was going to get over then. And, and he was coming up at like, he was going like 90 or something, you know, going almost 20 over and I'm going like 75, but he, he comes up behind me, flashes his lights and I'm like, I'm about to go around this person. Like I'm in their hip pocket, their blind spot. I'm not going to break and then get over. Like I'm going to be around this person. So I'll even speed up a little bit and flashes lights again. And I was like, are you flipping kidding me? Like, dude, you are blasting, going blasting fast here. You're going, you're driving. You, if you were to get pulled over, it would probably, you could technically be, um, ticketed for reckless driving because you're going that fast. And so it's like, A, if you're, if you're over and, and above what the law is allowing, then, you know, reason would say, Hey, I shouldn't get mad at this because I'm going above the, um, what's allowed the parameters right there. Right. Well, that's my mindset, but nonetheless, I was like, I was going to get over and I was trying to get around within a reasonable amount of time. And this guy is, just flashing his led truck lights into my tiny Honda civic with no tenting. So I'm getting blinded in my mirrors and he's, and he does this several times and it's like, and he does it before I can even do anything like one flash. Okay, cool. You want to get around. I obviously know that I'm getting around someone right now and then two flash. And it's like, dude, I can't even do anything right now. I don't know why you're flashing your lights at me. And so then that's when I'm like, "Mm, let's get petty. And I kind of slow up a little bit and take my sweet time 
And then I, and then I, you know, but, but I ultimately I'm saying, you know, I'm just going to get over cause this guy's, this guy's being a jack wagon and nothing's really going to change that. So I don't want to, I don't want to fully buy into his jack wagonery. Well, then I get over and he blasts by me and, and I was like, I don't, I don't want to be like, I don't want to flip him off or like do some obscene gesture or laugh at him. I was like, I, I definitely want to show this guy some love because, you know, I like to think is like, how would, how would Jesus treat this person? And you know, treats every person with love and respect. And I'm just like, that's even though this happened and he's super upset with me for dumb reasons that don't make sense. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and forgive this guy. I'm going to extend this happiness to him. And now it probably wasn't taken that way, but I just smile and go to give him a courtesy wave. Dude drives by me one hand on the steering wheel. Other arm is like full, um, whipping. So I'm talking like it's going from like the top. If you were to bend your arm, point your finger, finger from the top of his head and then extending it all the way out and like yelling at me. And this goes back to that layers of separation. Best part about it. I had music going and even without the music, couldn't hear a peep of what this guy was saying. A peep. Which brings me back to like, you can get mad at me all day, dude, but you can't control how I'm going to drive. Um, and then also you can try and lecture me all day but I can't hear a word you're saying. And so this, this is meaningless. It's getting nowhere. All it's doing is getting you fired up, getting your cortisol levels raised, causing your stress levels to go up, like giving you gray hairs. And you're mad at me because I wasn't going obscenely fast and didn't immediately let you around for convenience. Like, but I'm sorry. What do you expect when I was actually passing people in the left lane going a little bit above the speed limit but you are blazing going going so you know 15 20 miles an hour over the speed limit and you're surprised so it's just it was it's just hilarious because that was a moment too where i was just like this is why i try and contain my road rage and you know it's because you understand it's like look i can't control what you're gonna do so why would i waste my breath getting mad doesn't mean I won't get frustrated and I still won't get mad in those situations. But once you learn to see it, then you can assess every situation and say, hmm, couldn't control him or he can't control it. this person is going to do this or say this or think this. Now they're going to think it. So what can I do about it though? Well, I can control how I feel. And if this person, and you can usually reason that this person is going to think this way, no matter, virtually no matter how I feel, like, you can say, I mean, there's maybe a couple of weird scenarios where it's like if I act or feel a certain way and express it towards them, they might change, but you're not guaranteed that. So you just assume that like, hey, no matter what outlook I take, this their out their actions aren't going to change. So I'm not going to let that bother me because it's going to do change absolutely nothing. You know, so I, I basically just find myself asking, and I think this is good for everybody to do is just, you know, you find yourself in a, in a place where you're frustrated or mad, just say, all right, is this frustration, this anger going to affect the situation anyway? Like, is it going to change anything, possibly change an outcome? Um, most of the time it's not. Sometimes you need to just feel that emotion, express it and then get it out and move on. And I'm not saying don't feel your your frustration, your anger, but I'm saying when you do feel it, don't let it linger and 
make you begrudging and carry on. And then every time you think about it or see this one thing or hear this one song, you get all pissed off because it's not going to do you any good in the long run. What's going to do you good is you're going to learn from that situation and learn that, all right, can't stop that, but I can, I can still choose to be like, Hey, I'm going to be, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be happy. I'm not going to let this bother me too much. Um, not to take an act, not to become apathetic and say, I don't care about anything because that's also a danger, but just living in that happy medium where you feel your emotions, but you don't necessarily, um, let them consume you and control you. But anyways, here we are 25 minutes deep in my, uh, welcome back episode. Feels pretty good. Um, got a, through anchor. I've got a couple sponsors now, if you haven't heard the mid roll already. And, uh, Anchor is one of them. They are their own sponsor. That's kind of funny. Um, but I'm actually going to re-record that. But seriously, though, Anchor is awesome for podcasting. And then I've um, got another sponsor that I'm going to uh, record. Uh, I'm going to record their ad for two as well. Um, they're really short. Um, and I actually looked into it. I'm the type of person where I, you know, long further down the road. Sorry, that's my dog with his bone. Further down the road. You know, say when if say I'm a big platform podcaster and it's like I've got all these you know sponsors wanting to be on my podcast, I I I try and keep it to something that I actually use or at least that if I test out and works and holds up to what it says it does because I don't I don't like the idea of just like hey I'll sponsor your podcast and it's like I talk about it like it's this great thing but I don't know anything or haven't ever used it and it's like I really I can't endorse stuff that I don't trust or know will work because I feel too guilty if I send someone some way and I'm like, Hey, yeah, go use this thing. And then it doesn't work or it's not okay. Or it doesn't live up to the hype. And so I just make sure that I can now given right now I'm so small and this doesn't really make me money. It's a hobby. And they're sending me these kind of sponsorships through anchor is setting me up. Then, you know, we're, we're kind of testing it out. Um, you know, an anchor is a, it's a, it's a hassle-free thing. This other, this other sponsor, um, is, is, is pretty cool. And I think it is something that I would, pro, that I would definitely, I looked at their site a little bit and I would definitely use, but, um, I'll let you guys hear it on the mid-roll if you haven't already heard it already. But anyways, um, a couple new sponsors. So that's kind of exciting, but, uh, anyways, it's good to be back. feels good to get this first episode done. I find myself all the time having thoughts where I'm like, Oh, I want to talk about this on the podcast or this on the podcast. And I don't write them down because I'm like, man, I'm not even going to get it to podcast today or, you know, I'm not going to get to it. So I'm going to try and get some, some podcasts done, be ahead of the curve. So, you know, if there's a day where I can't record or something, I'm I'll go, uh, I can, I can still release something, try and make them not so time stamped with current events and news that uh, I have to release it, you know, within a week or otherwise it's obsolete. But for now, we'll just we're gonna get to once a week, and then we might uh, try and double it to twice a week. But we'll stick to once a week. Keep it simple. Keep it short. Anyways, thanks to all my three people who listen to this. If you still are around, it's been so long, but it's good to be back. Happy to be back in it. Um, this is the Rambling Viking signing off.